Welcome to Bike Talk and our Black Friday show. And we're going to be celebrating a happy birthday for the first African-American world champion athlete, Marshall Taylor. All right. And it's appropriate we should talk about him on Bike Talk because he's a bicyclist. (laughs) All right. So we have here a couple of different guests. Uh, Why don't we go around the room and introduce yourself. Kevin, why don't you start? Okay, I'm Kevin Evans, uh, Major Motion President. Uh, I've been riding for about over 30 years. And we have a guy on the line that actually inspired me. His name is Nelson Bell, so you'll be hearing from him very shortly. Well, why don't we let Nelson introduce himself then? Nelson. Hi, everyone. My name is Nelson Bales, Olympic and World Cycling Champion, originally from Harlem, New York City. All right. Take it away, Lula. And I'm Lula Carter. I'm the Shiro for Black Girls Do Bike Los Angeles. Mm, Okay. And Jackie. And I'm Jackie Jones. I'm the assistant to the president of Major Motion. And I have been riding now for 15 years. 15 years? With a club. With the club. Uh, Mm -hmm. Which one? Uh, Major Motion? Major Motion. Okay. Mm -hmm. And Major Motion is based where? Well, originally Major Motion started off in... Los Angeles out of Lemurk Park back in 1975. Okay. You know, over the years, you know, it's, you know, different iterations have started different locations. So now we're at a Ladera Center. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. we have two locations where we leave from, but the main place is Ladera Center. Okay. All right. Great. And I am your host, Kelly Morris. And we are live streaming. And if you want to call in, the call-in numbers are 818-752-4939. Or 818-985-5903. Let me give you those numbers again for calling in. 818-752-4939 or 818-985-5903. So we talked a little bit about how important Major Taylor is. Let's go into it. When was he born? Where was he born? Tell me about Indianapolis, it. Indianapolis, uh, no, sorry, 1870s, <laughs> he was born. Okay. Uh, yeah. But let me, let, me, let me say something. You had mentioned something about him being the first champion, champion in, 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 you know, first champion. Right. But let's clarify, he was first champion in any sport. Oh. That includes baseball, basketball, football. He was the first African-American championship in any sport. In any sport. Any sport. sport. Okay. Yeah. Any exactly. Sport. So he was an international. Mm-hmm. He was a world champion. Yes. Okay. Yes. So a lot of people don't even know he exists. Well, let me. Well, let me okay. Let me butt in again. Go ahead. You're right, because I knew about Nelson Vales, the guys on that line, before right. I knew about Major Taylor. And Nelson Vales, you know, you know, Olympic cyclist, you know, okay. you know, silver medalist. I knew about him before I knew about Major Taylor. Oh, okay, okay. So how did you all hear about Major Taylor? Anybody? Well, I <laughs> yeah, go again. <laughs> I I found out about him when I actually joined Major Motion back in 1992. Okay. And some of the old guys, you know, they they actually told me about him and. And at the time, you know, internet wasn't big, so I really couldn't find too much about him. Mm-hmm. But as as time gone on, you know, internet, er, everything about his life is in there now. Okay, okay. And Lula, how did you find out about him? Going to the 
birthday ride. They were talking about putting it together okay. for him about four years ago. About four years ago. Four, yeah. almost five years ago. Okay. Um, so once I found out about it and heard about him, it was just like, oh, I need to do some research. So I bought a couple of the books that were on Amazon to read about him and mm-hmm. about his life and stuff like that. And just did more research, um, finding pictures to post, doing the, getting everybody excited. Every day I would post a little snippet of information about him with a photo of him mm-hmm. um, to get people, you know, excited about the upcoming birthday celebration for him. Okay. Yeah. Okay. How about you, Jackie? Well, I found out about him when um, we started preparing for the um, yearly rides. Bur- the birthday celebrations and after we were getting everything prepared i'm like i never heard of this guy let me go check out you know see who he is Mm -hmm. so if someone asks me i can tell them okay and uh that's how i found out okay how about you nelson well thanks for asking um (laughs) (laughs) i'm not gonna forget about you don't worry (laughs) no uh i'm gonna have to top that story that's kind of interesting um Back in 1981, 1982, when I began my world cycling travels, uh, it was his name was brought up to me from older people, much older people, uh, as the only African American cyclist on the national cycling team in modern day, and then doing world travels with the national team, and people from France, England, of all have mentioned, hey, Major Taylor. Uh, and I did not have a clue at all, and it took some time for me to recognize what someone was telling me in their native language about their parents or their grandparents seeing this guy race, and now here I come, oh. and I could be good someday. Okay. It was oh. one of those kind of things, and especially in Paris. Uh, it's kind of nice that uh, I had an opportunity to race on one of the same tracks, velodromes, that he raced on mm-hmm. years ago. Okay, wait a minute. I said that if you guys use a term that some people won't know about, I'm going to call you out. So you just use velodrome. What the heck is a velodrome? Uh, the velodrome translation is a cycling track, a cycling facility, like a track and field. Maybe most listeners are familiar with track and field, 400 meters, eight lanes. Uh, a cycling track could be the same distance, if not shorter or longer, uh, without lanes, but it's a bank type of oval track okay. for bicycling. Okay, and where can we find these velodromes? Uh, our listeners have one in their backyard, uh, right in L.A. Carson, at the, Carson, in Carson at the StubHub yeah. Center area. Ah, and also we have one also in the in Encino in, in, in the Valley. Okay, mm-hmm. and then there's one down by Nelson in San Diego. Okay, okay, very good. So there's three in California. Yeah, is that it? There, that's uh, it. there's actually more. There's one in San Jose as well. Okay. It's uh, a, and, and which ones are it. indoor ones? Carson. Carson is the that only that I know of. Yeah, I don't think San Jose. I think is outside. Correct, uh, Nelson. Yes, that is correct. Okay, so what's the difference between an indoor and outdoor track besides the obvious? Well, that is the obvious, especially here in in California. We don't get very much very bad weather, so yeah, it doesn't matter out here. But say you go back east where you got snow, and you know, of course, you want to be inside. You can only be inside. Okay. What else is the difference? Uh, another difference. Uh, another difference. Uh, the we're going to let Nelson take okay. this one. <laughs> okay. Uh, 
The trucks come in many shapes and sizes, okay. uh, and I'm going to talk in meters, not feet or yards. Okay. But 250 meters to 333 meters. Now, 250 meters is five laps to the mile. Okay. 333 meters is four laps to the mile, Okay. In, per se. And um, the indoor tracks are mainly in Europe uh, and other places around the world. The United States only have... Three of notice as of right now. One in Detroit uh, that was recently built. Uh, Colorado Springs, the Olympic Training Center Velodrome is under cover. Mm-hmm. And along with the Los Angeles Velodrome that hosts world-class events. Okay. All right. Well, I actually have ridden on that velodrome mm-hmm. in Carson. Mm-hmm. Um, and... It's made with wood, right? Correct. Correct. Okay. Mm-hmm. But the outdoor ones aren't made with no. wood, are they? Mm-mm. What are they made with? Concrete. Concrete. That sounds like that would not be fun to fall on one of those. <laughs> exactly. Okay, to slide <laughs> off of one mm-hmm. of those. Oh, hey, listen, we have Randy on the phone. He wants to say hi to Lula. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hold on, let's put him on, Dave. Hold on a second. Randy, can you hear us? Yes, I can hear you. Hey. Hi, how are you? All right, how about yourself? We're good. Thanks for calling in and listening. We appreciate you. Yeah, you. I'm, I'm returning the same support you always give me. Okay, I appreciate you. Thank so, you. So who's Randy? A friend. You're welcome. A friend, okay. A cycling friend? Okay. A friend. Well, he can be, I- right? Let's make him a cycling friend. <laughs> Let's make him a cycling friend. You want to join us riding, <laughs> Randy? <laughs> I wish I could. I'm on, I'm on the I'm, I'm on the East Coast. Oh, <laughs> don't they ride the East Coast? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not as much as we do. <laughs> well, thanks. Do you have any questions for us, Randy? Uh, no, I'm just, I'm just listening. I'm 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 excited for Lula because she really has been through, and you know, the return of cycling like that that is amazing. Okay. Maybe we'll talk a little bit about that if you'd like to share. No problem. Okay. Let's get back to Major Taylor. Let's talk a little bit more about his home and how he got into cycling. Um, who wants it to – I know you want to say something, Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> Nelson, go ahead, Nelson. Oh, uh, oh Lula. Lula, go ahead, Lula. No, okay, no. please, Lula. Lula. Lula has some research on that. Let's call her about our research. Okay, well – to start, he became he was he began his amateur career while he was still a teenager in Indianapolis, Indiana. Uh, okay. Um, he became a professional racer in 1896 at the age of 18. Oh, okay. And he won the sprint event at the 1899 World Track Championships in Montreal, Canada, to become the first African American to achieve the level of world champion and the second black athlete to win a world championship in any sport. Wow. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And we don't know about him. No. no. We're going to no. have to spread the word about him. Yes. Well, But the thing also, you have to remember, or what most people don't know, he set numerous world records in the sprint discipline. Okay. In the racing distance ranging from a quarter of a mile to two miles and he taylor was an american sprint champion in 1899 and in 1900 okay and he completed races in the u.s europe and he retired in 1910 at the age of 32 
Wow, I wish I could retire at, at 32. 32. Correct? Well, I'm way past well, that. He had a reason for retiring. Can we talk about that now or later? Yeah, you can. Yeah, let's go well, about he, now. he was kind of forced into it because of the, the, the racism back exactly. then. Exactly. Back then, you know, okay. you know, there was. See, people don't realize before there was uh, Jack Johnson, Jesse Owens, uh, 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 Jackie Robinson. There was this guy. Right. He dealt with all the racism way before these guys. So, in in, in reality, he opened the doors for for black athletes to, you know proceed in their sports okay he went through a lot he, there's a story going around where he went overseas he won a race and the promoters paid him in pennies right are you serious serious yes oh serious mm-hmm. he oh was so hated God. because he was so good oh my gosh okay but then you also have to remember that he was uh, abroad he was celebrated particularly in france his career but he it was he was still st- short-lived short-lived because of the racism, particularly in the southern U.S., where some local promoters wouldn't even permit him to compete against other cyclists, against mm-hmm. white cyclists. And that's why he had to go overseas. Right. He had to go overseas because they wouldn't even allow him to race here in the U.S. because he was a black man. Mm. Okay. So how did he get his name? Because his name is actually Marshall, but we call him Major. Taylor. Right. How did he get that nickname? Well, I'll I'll chime in a little bit. From hearsay, I did not get an opportunity to read any of the books, but just learning from Andrew Ritchie, one of the book writers, um, and hearing the story about his history, is that uh, he was hired as an entertainer out Mm -hmm. in front of a bike shop and would do bicycle tricks, and Mm -hmm. I believe he had a a military-style jacket and a hat. Correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we do right. bicycle tricks to promote the bicycle store. Exactly. Uh, and I believe that's where he n- n- received his nickname. Am I correct? That's correct. Yes, that is that's correct. correct. Okay. Okay. Um, so he he retired at thirty two. Okay. What happened after he retired? Well, he some of his business ventures, you know, they went bad, so he lost a lot of money. He actually died penniless. You know, oh my gosh! In Chicago, really? in Chicago, mm-hmm. in a okay. boarding in a boarding house, I believe. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, I just like to give our numbers out, so what, you can me, call in, me. so we can call in. Then, if you would like to call in, if you have any questions, it's eight one eight seven five two four nine three nine and eight one eight nine eight five. Five nine zero three. Go ahead, Kevin. Yeah, back to the the point of him dying penniless. Uh, back in the day, cycling rivaled baseball in popularity. Mm-hmm. So he was actually one of the richest athletes in the world at the mm-hmm. time. Well, actually in the U.S. at the time. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So way before uh, Lance Armstrong. Way. Before. Oh yeah. Way. Way. Century. Mm-hmm. Yeah. More. Even more. Okay. So. Um, I looked up on YouTube. There's a really interesting short documentary mm-hmm. uh, called The Six-Day Race, yeah. mm-hmm. the story of Marshall Major Taylor. Mm-hmm. Um, and it I guess it was sponsored by uh, ESPN. Mm-hmm. Um, really fascinating story about a race that actually went on for six Day. days. Mm-hmm. You don't stop. You, mm-hmm. don't, you keep going. Mm-hmm. Well, you got to stop. Well, go to the bathroom. Actually, actually, Nelson can tell you more about that. I think oh. he may. I think he may have actually done it. Nelson, have you? Oh uh, yeah, I yeah. raced uh, professionally. Lived in Europe for eight years. There's the, this race uh, still occurs, Nelson. Uh, it doesn't occur in many cities anymore throughout the winter time. It was a win- it, 
It still is and was a winter pad time event for all the indoor velodromes throughout the city. Okay. Uh, and not to take away from what you uh, the direction of Major Taylor in six days. But uh, then it was six days, six nights, and you had a partner, so you're able to switch off. Okay. Uh, in between what he was doing, uh, I don't think he had a partner at the time, uh, but I don't know. I have to stop from there as far as the history. But I can only say modern-day six-day races, uh, it's six nights a week. Six. And racing starts anywhere from 9 and ends at 3 in the morning, some cities 5 in the morning. Okay, so and that's uh, with a team of two riders. Uh, yeah, off. team of two riders, uh, and you switch off, so one can rest and one can actually race, continue okay. racing. Okay, and it's around and around. It's a smoke-filled room, uh, dinner and beer is served. Uh, <laughs> people are there. <laughs> yeah, inside the facility and outside. But, oh uh, really? Very, you know, if you can see footage of it, it's a very smoky room. Uh, I have personal home video of it that is not uh, from mainly mainstream public viewing, but my own personal. And, um, yeah, it's a pretty fascinating pastime, even in today's world. And so I'm really honored to be the first, well, I wouldn't even say that now, the only modern-day American to race the six-day circuit uh, throughout my career. And I don't think there's anyone right now in the hopper to be able to do such a thing because a lot of the races are defunct. Uh, no money for sponsorship to host these events. So, uh, city so city. I am so curious. What was that like, racing for Whoa. six days? Um, wow, you live by night. That's uh, from my experience. Modern day six day racing. I did the sprint events, such as what Major Taylor has done, uh, Marshall Taylor has done. Uh, I did events like the Flying Lap, the One Mile. Oh, wait a uh, minute! Wait a minute! Stop! 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 <laughs> flying Lap. That sounds really cool, but what the heck is that? I thought we were riding well, a bike. Well, you, you you ride around. Yeah. You you build up momentum, as you said. You rode the track in L.A. So right. imagine riding around the top of the track, building momentum, and right. then you swoop down on the track, and the clock starts at the start finish line. And you do one lap, and it ends there. Okay. And only the time will tell how big you are. <laughs> oh. So let's yeah. talk a little bit about the track. If people have not seen the track, it's pretty darn impressive. I remember the first time I saw it, it blew me away. And the only thing I could think of was, I want to ride on that. And I, I had a balance between being completely terrified and completely excited. So what does a track look like? Can you describe it for us, Nelson? Uh, a track is uh, it's banked, uh, and they're in several degrees as far as the mathematics for our listeners out there. The LA one, as an example, is 33 degrees, I believe. 45 degrees, I'm sorry, 45 degrees. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of the outdoor tracks are anywhere from 25 to 35 degrees. Okay. Um, and they range in different shapes and sizes and widths. Okay. Uh, LA, the LA facility is a really nice facility that in our backyard, and a lot of our listeners that live in the LA or Southern California area, if they have not taken advantage of this opportunity, they should. Um, what do you, uh, what do you mean by that? I mean, when you say take advantage of it, uh, because it's in you know, there's not many of them in the United States. People have to drive for hours or take planes to come and ride this facility. Okay, you you got in your car and you drove and you experienced it. Some people have to make a day trip, you know, a real trip out of it with hotel and travel. Yeah, a lot more logistics. 
Um, for our L.A. area one, like you said, you were excited but scared at the same time, so you were tight-roping yourself around the track mm-hmm. just to go from the blue lane up to the little pole lane, just mm-hmm. to get on the track and hold yourself up on the corners. Am I correct? Yeah. You act- had that sensation. Actually, you know, when- you know what? I got to tell you that I think there were a group of about 12 of us, Yeah. Yes. and there were two other women and myself, mm-hmm. and my goal when I got on that track was not to be one of the people falling off the track. Okay, and you, didn't, mm-hmm. you didn't, but one did. Yeah, actually, two did. <laughs> yeah, the first. So the first session, one woman fell off the track, and what that means is if you're not going fast enough to keep you up on that 45 degree angle, you actually slide down, down the, the track. track. You mm-hmm. actually slide down. Well, yeah. there's two things. You slide down, but also you can also hit your right pedal on the track. Mm-hmm. Right. Which will take you down as well. Which will take you down. That's true. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So the first lesson, because it's three lessons to get your certification, one of the women fell off the track. And I'm like, great, I made it through the first time. The second lesson, somebody else fell off the track. And I was like, yes, I made it. I'm okay. I'm going to be okay. And then the third time. Somebody else fell off the track, and it wasn't me. Well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Woohoo! Good. That's an exciting story. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> let, me, let me say something also about the track. Uh, you, so a lot of people are like, you were probably intimidated by you know, by the banking. Right. You got to realize the banking is the same at the bottom of the track as it is at the top of the track. Right. It's the same same degree of banking. It's just that you're higher up, and it's, it just seems like it's more intimidating, but... You go the same speed at the bottom, you same speed at the top, you're fine. Yeah, okay, yeah. that's that's logical, but it doesn't feel it doesn't have feel that way when you're up at when you're up at the rail and you go swooping down off that rail and pick up a lot of speed. It's like going down. A well, speed is, speed is your friend. May I, may I add something that's really important? Sure. Don't forget to tell them that you had a bicycle that had no brakes and would not stop pedaling. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. So a track bike <laughs> has no brakes, and you have to keep pedaling. It's a fixie, right? It's yes, with no flywheel, so you can't pedal backwards. Right. You can only pedal forwards. Because right. you don't want when you have a pack of people on that track, you don't want anybody stopping suddenly. No, you don't. So Nelson, share with us how you actually stop. How do you break? Uh, you, you you pedal to a stop. Uh you you slow your roll. How's that? <laughs> So you, roll, you okay. come off the track to the apron, which is the flat section, uh-huh. and you begin to allow yourself and gravity to slow down. You can actually push backwards on the pedal to help slow you down, mm-hmm. but it's a gradual thing that doesn't happen in a few feet. It would happen in a lap. Okay. So, so Did I say that okay? Yeah, Did that I sounds great. That so, so Jackie, I want to qu- ask you a question. Have you gotten certified to ride on the track that would be a no for me <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure everybody's bugged you though right no oh <laughs> they know i'm not gonna do it okay i've seen it it's very exciting to see yes you know, i've seen kevin on there i've seen the other guys on the and also the racing that they've done there with nelson when he had his team uh-huh. and it was really exciting it very it really was but jackie will not do that <laughs> okay jackie <laughs> jackie not by herself not okay <laughs> i'm cool i, I want to go back to something nelson said about using the track what he, I, I think what he meant by is that with the cycling population that we have in la 
that, you know that more people should take advantage. We have we have a huge cycling population here, and it's not it's not being utilized. The track is not being utilized as well as it could be. Correct. Okay, so the track is being used for competition, but how? After you get a certification, how do you use that track? They have certain nights, you know, open training where you can go in and do your personal training, or mm-hmm. they have some some guys out there that can train you as well. But it's it's really not being used that much. Okay, okay. So, what are the advantages of riding on the track? I would like to start by saying it's a great fitness exercise. Okay, it's a great part of exercise. Uh, you can do it on your spin bike. You should try it on the track things like that. Uh, it's indoors. It's a nice workout to even continue to go around and around for an hour. Uh, not just an hour. People, listeners are saying an hour without stopping. No, you stop. You take a break, get something to drink, then you get back out there and do a few more laps. Mm-hmm. Things like that. And, and try different things for the new demographic that would like to test it out versus someone who's training and they have goals and objects uh, as far as objectives of things they want to do, like a flying lap going around real fast. So then people would clear the track and respect the space for that minute that Mm -hmm. he needs. Okay, okay. You know, things like that. So I'm going to give the website for the velodrome, and it is www.stubhubcenter.com slash velo, V-E-L-O. So it's all one word, stub, S-T-U-B, hub, H-U-B, center, C-E-N-T-E-R dot com slash velo, V-E-L-O. So if you go to that website, you can see what competitions are coming up. You can see when you can sign up for a class, upcoming class. Is Major Motion planning to have another class there anytime soon? They just recently had one, so I don't... The thing is, we got to have so many people before they can even book a class. Right, so we right. just got to build that interest. Okay, you, all you guys out there, you <laughs> need to go to the Major Motion uh, Facebook page and ask to become members and say, I want a class. You guys need to put a class together. So Facebook, what is what is the Facebook page for Major Motion? Well, it's, it's, face, it's under Major Motion Recreational Cycling. So just do, for, do a search and you'll find it. Okay. And there's multiple clubs, right? Oh, yeah. Not just this one in L.A. Do you know how many clubs there are altogether? No. Really? No. We just found out almost, one that um, started. I would like to say almost every other bike shop has some sort of club right. or recreational group that right. cycles. And it's different levels. So I'm far, talking about major motion there, clubs. You have the racing type, and then you have the recreational type. Okay. Uh, some people go faster than others, but there's so many different levels that I would like to say it, it's all is welcome. Okay. Uh, Almost, I won't say all, but almost all major cities will have some type of a uh, major Taylor club. Major okay. Taylor, Atlanta, mm-hmm. you know, major Taylor, Chicago, San Diego. Yeah. Okay. And, and new ones are actually being formed every, every you know, I won't say every time, every year, but but new ones are actually being formed. Okay. Okay. Now, you mentioned another club, Lula. What's what's the name of that club again? My club. Yeah. Black girls do bike Los Angeles. Okay. Tell us about that club. <laughs> Well, Black Girls Do Bike Los Angeles. We've only been in existence in Los Angeles for about five years. Okay. Um, Did you start that one? No, I was asked to Uh do this one. (laughs) It was actually... Job well done. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Monica Garrison, who's the founder and educator of Black Girls Do Bike. Mm -hmm. And there's more... And more, there's 100 
um, lady leaders across the U.S. who we call sheroes. That's okay. what I was saying before. We're known as sheroes. Mm-hmm. Um, as so, opposed to heroes. Right. But oh. as a shero, which is a lady, you pretty much take the lead during the rise and events. Um, you step forward to be positive, encouraging, and inclusive voice, and, and you lead the way in cycling. Okay. Um, you got to love cycling. And you got to have a strong desire to share your passion of cycling with others. Okay. And that's something that's very important because a lot of people, you don't see a lot of us on the road. You don't see a lot of people People of color. color. You'll see the guys, Mm -hmm. but you don't see the ladies. Okay. So we're talking not just people of color, but women. Women. Right. Um, Okay. So why do you think that is? A lot of it is (laughs) women feel intimidated. Okay. Particularly by you know by the men because men are racers. Well, not really. They act think they're racers. Yeah, you guys they, think you're they racers, think they're ra- and, and and they portray. We don't want to race. Exactly. I, that's what we exactly. Just, we just want to ride and exactly. enjoy the destination exactly. along the way. Exactly. Okay. okay. We Jackie. Not, Jackie's we, shaking her head. We're yeah. not trying. We don't need to be rolling twenty five miles an hour. We want to see the beach. We want to <laughs> see the sunset. <laughs> we, you know, Thank you. We, we right. want to see the scenery as we're going. It's not necessary to be rolling at 20, 25 miles an hour every single time and, and, you don't enjoy it right. like that and but they do want to ride with the guys because once again it's a safety factor another thing it's, it's a mechanical factor you know fixing you know fixing flats or whatever oh please some of us know how to fix yeah flats. but sometimes you you may run across a tire that you can't get back on and men that's can, true men can't get them on that's true okay, okay. especially okay. a road bike it's really yeah. hard to get that yeah. tire yeah. that last so, little bit but back that's up. why i make sure that once a month we have classes and you come and you learn how to change your tire with the nails oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh my god change a tire could, i wish you could see these nails no they <laughs> see, are absolutely mine are natural gorgeous. but i'll change the tire in a heartbeat without Dang, a problem geez. okay jackie you paid a lot of money for those nails. <laughs> <laughs> And see the thing and the great part about it is you we have black girls do bike Los Angeles, we have major motion, and then we also have Cali Riders. Okay. Cali Riders. Cali California. Riders. California. Cali Riders. Okay. Okay. Um that's like it started with beca- to have a combination club where you could come and it started with no one left behind. That okay. was the whole thing. Okay. Because okay? I have mm-hmm. to tell you, my first ride with those guys. Major motion. <laughs> please. They left me in the dust. I was just like, for real? I'm not <laughs> I'm not coming back out here. Never again. Never, right. ever, ever. Right, right. Um, and I was so just So at like, that point, I have a question. Did they have a no drop policy? Is that what they told you? That's what yeah. they said. Okay, but you know what? I know exactly what you're talking about because I've been on many club rides <laughs> where they say there's no drop, and you're like, "What the heck just happened?" Right. I mean, I all I can <laughs> see is dust. Right. And but and then when Black Girls Dubai came into existence, that was the main thing. We start together, we finish together. Okay. And if you have the faster riders, they go about their business, but they would stop at some point to wait for everybody right. for us to regroup, and then everybody goes together. Okay. Um, and that was very important because women do get intimidated when you see guys rolling they're all in a straight line and they all pushing 20 and 25 miles an hour and it's like i don't want to do that yeah i want to ride but i don't want to do that yeah 
So that it, the club grew in a matter of six months. We went from just me to 600 people. Now we have over 1,200 members. What? Mm-hmm. How many people come out for your rides? It's been, well, I haven't been able to ride because I was in a car accident. I heard about that. I'm so glad you're back on the bike. Yeah, today was my first day back after Uh, 19 months. uh, 19 months? Oh, you must have been bouncing off the wall. Yes, trust me, I was. Okay. (laughs) But yeah, today was my first ride back. So I'm hoping to get more people motivated again. And we're going to start doing events with Major Motion and Cali. Just like events to get everybody to come out, the camaraderie, get everything together. Just come together as a unit and work together to get everybody motivated and do cycling and the way we the want to. Right. On and off the bike. Okay. Well, hold on a minute. For anybody who'd like to call in and have any questions, our numbers are 818-752-4939 and 818-985-5903. And I'm Kelly Morris, your host. Okay, Lula, go. So, because we've had bowling night. Correct. Um, mm-hmm. I set up an event. Jack, for, I bet Jackie didn't bowl with yes, those beautiful yes, she did. Yes, she did. When Wakanda was coming out, I put together an event for that. We mm-hmm. sold out the theater in a matter of hours. Really? The so you theater. bought the whole theater? The whole theater. Oh, we I was, love that. We was there. We had it. It was fun. So we're looking to do more of that. Okay. Um, there's a new line. I was telling Jackie on the way over here about the Lion King is coming out in the summer of 2019. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You have a birthday party for Major Taylor, too, don't yes, you? Yes. That's, that's on December 1st. Or 1st. Thir- whatever, whatever the Saturday. The whatever first Saturday in December. December correct. But his actual birthday is the 26th. Right. Okay. November. Oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, Sorry. Back, back to that. It's, once. It's actually a, 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 a nationwide thing, so every cl- every club must do it on the same on day that they require that oh, okay. they set up. Okay, okay, got it, yeah. got it, got it. Got the it. foundation sets the date on when that celebration is to take place. And where is the celebration going to be in L.A.? El Dorado Park, I believe. On, okay, yeah, correct. In okay. Long Beach. So there's a cost to get into the park. That's correct. Now, Unless actually, you ride, I think it's actually no. on the free side. I think uh, we're on the free side. Oh, yeah, on the free side. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. I'm Where I have my breast cancer ride. It's all similar to over there. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. So I just want to make sure we got that pitch in because that's coming up right away. That's mm-hmm. not this weekend, but next weekend. Next weekend. Yeah, it's, it's next, next weekend. weekend. Next yeah, the first, yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah so next it, how can people learn about that? I mean, who, who's providing the food? Is it a potluck or what? What's going on with that? That I do not know. That another cl- we've been doing it for the last six years. There's another club called Major Taylor Los Angeles that's actually putting it on, and uh, you guys are just tagging along. Correct. Okay. Okay. Got it. All righty. So, so black girls do ride. How many people usually come out for the rides? Black girls do bike. I'm Los sorry. Angeles. Thank you. Black- <laughs> oh, oh, I'm oh wow. no, because there is a club called Black Girls Ride. Oh, uh, yeah. So it's like, okay. no, black, black girls, girls do, do bike, bike Los Angeles. Okay. You okay. Either, it's either black girls do bike or black girls do bike Los Angeles. Okay. Got it. Okay. All right. <laughs> Am I okay? Save, save me, Jackie. Save me. <laughs> I, I need to say something. I need to give. I need to get Lou a little, little, little hard time. The day you got left, mm-hmm. I must not have been there. You were there. You was up in the front, but you came back and got me. Okay, we need to get that straight. It was a quarter right. Okay, we need to get that straight. You left me though. No, no, the no. whole thing was I got left. No, no. I, okay. <laughs> the thing is, I, I got the, the guys. He's, no he's trying to, people do not read the routes. 
They do not read the route, so I have to go and make sure I be front and back. Front and back. So I got to make sure they know where they're going. But then, like, they realized, some of the guys realized that they left me, so they came back and they pushed me to get up there where everybody else was. Okay. Then we had mechanical issues with the bike. At that time, I was on a hybrid. Brent, you know, didn't know nothing about riding, but it was like, I'm riding. Okay. And then eventually it got to the point where, Kevin, when you came back, was I was like, I can't do this. So Kevin took me on a whole different route to get me back to Ladera. Okay. So he was my saving grace, but he left me in the beginning, though. Okay. I'm just saying. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin, I don't think you're going to win this one. <laughs> I really don't. So, so how well, how did she get back? <laughs> I uh, no, no, no. <laughs> how did she get back? You're, you're not going to win. Okay, so how many miles are the rides usually? And how much do they average? Our rides um, average anywhere from 40 to 60 miles. Okay. And I usually, it could be anywhere from 20 to 30, 40. Depends on, it depends on how many people show up. I really, with my rides, the pace of my ride is the slowest rider. Okay. Because I don't want nobody to feel like they can't do the ride. Okay. okay? So I was going to ask you what the average speed is, but you base it on who's your The slowest rider. cyclist. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I usually stay back with the sl- the new people or the slowest rider. Mm-hmm. Um, because I since I know what it's like to get left, I don't like <laughs> to leave people out there. Right. So I make sure they have me as an escort while they're out there. And I'm actually, I've been referred to as the babysitter on rides. That's oh. okay. I'm oh, a, I'm cool. okay with that. I ain't never said that. No, no. not yet. Oh, oh. He is the babysitter. Exactly for your right. Exactly, yeah. and it's just I don't have a problem with that. Okay, you know, it's like I want them to be comfortable. I want them to be to enjoy it when they come out, and okay. we have a lot of fun. You know, we laugh and joke. And I had one girl come out the first time, and she was like, "It was a training ride. I usually I would do training rides on Wednesday. We meet at Raleigh Park, and we ride over to." Um, El Camino College, Alondra. Where's Raleigh Park? Raleigh Park, Van Ness, and 100... 132nd, Yeah, 132nd, right? Okay. Right. Um, and that's Wednesday night. And so she came out one time, and she was like, how far is the ride? I said, round trip is only eight miles. Eight miles? I can't do no eight miles. <laughs> I said, trust me, you're going to do, do these eight, eight miles, miles, and you're not even going to know it. So we rolling along, and I'm talking to her and got her laughing, and she just going along. And we come back. I said, you did it. And she's she was, like, what? Wait, we I did, huh? Yeah, you did. Yeah. <laughs> so it makes it easier when you make people comfortable on the bike and they can learn. how. And I don't mind when people want to learn how to ride and they need somebody to help them um, go pick out a bike, mm-hmm. you know, help get them set up with what they need for the bike. Um, and if you're, you want to clip in, I have no problems taking time to come work with you mm-hmm. to teach you how to clip in, clip out, clip in, shift your gears. I don't mind doing that. A lot of people, oh, okay, a okay. lot of people get to Should that I point. Should I talk or ask her about clipping? Oh, oh yeah, I was about to say, I'm doing it, I'm doing it, I'm doing it. Clip in, clip out, clip in, clip out. That's okay. Okay, so most pedals, you can sit your foot on top of them. Right. Okay, but clipless pedals... There's an attachment, like a m- magnetic attachment kind well, it's of a snap. Say like, 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 like people are familiar with ski, like ski boots. Right. You, you know. Oh, yeah, like I know about oh, ski oh, boots. You know. Okay. It snaps in. So there's a, what, what is it on our, on the shoe part portion of cleat, it? Cleat. The cleat. Yes. The cleat clips into the pedal itself, so you're actually attached to your bike. So when your leg moves, your pedal moves. Okay. Okay. So clip in is when you get attached. Clip out 
is when you disconnect. Okay. okay. All right. And it's very important to learn that because you don't want to be standing still and you still clip in. You're going to fall. You're going to fall. You're fall. When you're learning how to clip in fall. and clip Look out. Look at these elbows. <laughs> okay. Look at these you, elbows. You can tell I fall. You okay. are going to fall. I tell people you're going to fall at least three times before you really get it. Oh, I think I'd, you know, <laughs> uh, actually, I went from um, a road bike to a trike. For health reasons, mm -hmm. and I rode the trike for mm -hmm. several years, and then I went back to a road bike, and that's when I got all my mangled yeah. up my oh, elbows yeah. because, you know, on a Your trike, scars. You, I mean, like you don't have to unclip on a trike, and then I kept coming to a stop and mm -hmm. going, oh crap, <laughs> oh crap. Hey, hey Nelson, <laughs> Nelson, <laughs> Nelson, what did you use back in your racing days? Uh, it was toe straps. It, it was the uh, oh, okay. original days. Toe straps meaning that uh, you place your foot, your shoe on the pedal itself, and there was a clip attached to the pedal with some with some drawstrings on it. How's that? That's, oh, there you go. My okay. first road bike had those. <laughs> my very first road yeah. bike. I remember that. And then people have to realize that cycling is not an expensive sport. You don't need to come out there with a $2,000, $3,000 bike to learn how to ride. Nope, you sure don't. You really don't. And it's not necessary. You okay. Most people start at a lower. I always tell people, get something that's going to be comfortable. Get a road bike that you're going to be comfortable with and it's not going to break the bank. And you're going to upgrade as you go, as you learn. Because right. you don't want to spend $3,000 on a bike and then you don't like it. And then it's stuck in the garage. No, I could, I could mm -hmm. buy it on Craigslist. Lulu, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do a Kelly. I'm going to do a Kelly on you. What is a road bike? there's different types of bikes okay okay you have mountain bikes which are the tires are a lot a lot wider mm -hmm. and they tend to grip the pavement the tires mm -hmm. on a mountain bike tend to grip the pavement Wheels for a road bike are much smoother and they glide across the pavement. Ooh, that sounds fast. Don't have to be fast. <laughs> but it's not gripping the pavement, slowing okay. you down, okay, making you gotcha. work harder. Okay, okay, okay. The easiest way to describe a road bike, which most people you know, are, can, can relate to, most people call a road bike, let's say 10 speed. If you say 10, 10 speed, they know what you're talking about. Okay. You want the, with, the, with the handlebars and all that. You say 10 feet. And they with say, the oh, drop handlebars. Correct. Drop handlebars. That's all you got to say. You I ride, I ride gears. A, just say I ride a 10 speed and they'll know exactly what you're talking about. Right. Oh, see, you're showing your age now. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, by the way, one of the things we did want to talk about is how to get the young folks out. Because none of us are really um, that young here. I think I'm the oldest one. I am officially a senior citizen this year. I hit the good old 65 years old. Oh, you? Oh, we're the same age? Oh, okay, I won't tell you. Oh. <laughs> 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 I thought I was the oldest one in the room. Okay. You might be. Oh, about, Jackie. You might be. When's your birthday? September. Winter's. Oh, November. Oh, I'm older than yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yay. So how do you get young people out? younger people out to come to these bike rides. Mm. So Lula, I know, and, and Kevin, he's ready to answer. <laughs> Look at him. Um, that part of it is being intimidated by getting out there and riding a bike and thinking it's only for exercise and you're going to look like 
a sauce, a stuffed sausage and all that lycra and not look good and not be able to catch, keep up and blah, blah, blah. So what do we do to get more young people out? One thing I thought about is, um, we, you know, with today's, you know, today's age, I think we need to get some more of these actors, rappers, whatever, young, that, peop- that these kids can relate to. Mm-hmm. You're not going to pull a kid away from their video games. You know, to get get out on the bike. But if they see some of their some of their, you know, you know, their actors stars, or you know, that's stars actually doing this, guess what? Like LeBron James. They will follow. Mm-hmm. They like will LeBron. follow. They will Check. follow. They will Check. follow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just okay. because it's, just because of that, they will follow. Okay. Okay. Um, what was his name? Um, he I played don't know. on CSI. Oh, uh, Sh- Sh- Shamar, Shamar, Shamar okay. Moore. But he's a cyclist, but the kids these days, they don't know who right, he is. Right, exactly. Yeah, he's old. Yeah. They, they <laughs> <don't>. <laughs> We're talking about really young people. Yeah. You're right, right, right. So we got to get in, like, the, these rappers, these, you know, whoever, you know. Okay. Do you, do you go to any kind of community events to, <laughs> and have booths there or uh, anything like that to represent the club? Yes. Yeah. yeah. A lot yeah. of the community rides, we'll go to those. Okay. Um, the Ciclaville rides, we go to those. Oh, okay. Um, and people... Oh, wait a minute. What's that? <laughs> oh, yeah. She used a term. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> Anybody can take that. You want to take it or Let no? Let Jackie take it. Yeah, Jackie, Jackie. Come on. I don't know when it, when it occurs. I forgot when it is. But you know what it is. What well, is it? Just tell, tell what us it what it is. It's a bike ride where a lot of cyclists gather. It's not one particular type of cyclist. It's all cyclists. Mm-hmm. And walkers. And they ride and they walk. Uh-huh. And uh, it's a huge event. And it occurs like once a, a year. It's a family bike ride, right? A yeah. And bike. they shut down the streets yeah. for the time that the event is taking place. Yeah. So you're, dri- you're riding on a... Car-free street. And that's huge for L.A. Major yes. for L.A. Okay. That's okay. major for L.A. Okay, I got a question for you guys. What? Were you around when they closed the 110 freeway? Do you, Were you here? No. We lived in Pasadena, and I was riding at the time, and they actually closed the Pasadena freeway from where it started on Lake all the way to the 5. Wow. On a Sunday morning. When was this? Oh, that was so long ago. Dave, do you remember when that was? Oh, he's not even listening to me. <laughs> early 90s. Early 90s. But, okay, but, but there they, is a they, bike ride in Fresno wait. where they shut down the street. Right. They but, shut down the freeway. You actually ride on the They shut down the That's what they did. They shut down yeah. the freeway. But this one happens every year. Okay, no, I think they did it once and people went so insane. Because there's no easy way to get from Pasadena to downtown. Right, right. Exactly. So they closed it from Pasadena all the way to the 5. And you would get off at the 5, go across, come back down and get back on the freeway and ride back to Pasadena. Right. Okay. It was awesome. That's why I like the ride in Fresno. You, okay. You know what? It was awesome. And they, they no, no longer do it. Is they used to have a bike ride right before the Los Angeles Marathon. I thought, still don't do they it? still do that? No, no, no. The, the marathon they do, but not the bike ride. They took the bike. Well, what happened? The bike ride. They huh? call it, if we crashed. Well, that's a cra- but yeah, that's not official. It's not official. It's not official, it's not official, it's not official. Oh. But there is a marathon, they call it a marathon crash. Oh, and okay. we meet at 3 a.m. Okay. And we ride the same course that the marathon is going right, to go on. Right, right. Um, but, and you know, we have to be off the course by five. So okay. the, that's why the you're there at three. Exactly. So we can get it done and get it over with and be out of their way when the marathon starts. Okay. Yeah, Cause but, but they also do that for the, um, races, the, um, the races down in Long Beach. 
So they do when they have the, the they open the, the track for people Grand to Prix. ride Grand Prix. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's right. what I'm thinking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and also uh, Beach Streets is what they call the open streets event in Long Beach. Yeah, I'm on the posters. <laughs> You're on the poster. Oh, yeah, can I get your autograph now? <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, I need an autograph. <laughs> Yeah, one of the cyclists sent that to me, and they were like, Lula, have you seen this? And I'm like, what? And I look at them like, that's my picture. (laughs) (laughs) So, Nelson, do they do any kind of events like that in Europe? Um, Not just that. I would have to say no. Just everyone or a good majority, 65% of the people ride their bicycles. Grandma, kids, the school, holding hands, go get your bread, uh, to just get the market from the meat guy. Uh, a mile away. Uh, it's much more structured for people to recreationally ride their bikes in Europe, in all the different cities around Europe. And the bikeways are, wow, overwhelmingly nice that uh, throughout the construction of these European cities, all their streets was added with a bike lane for people to commute. And so it makes it real easy until you get out to the countryside. Then you can do your road ride. But as far as around town to do a family event like a Ciclavia, mm-hmm. uh, it is unheard of in Europe because people ride their bikes every day anyway. Because they'll be wondering what the heck is that all about. <laughs> and the same thing in China. I just got back from China in September. And when I tell you they ride on the freeway. They ride. Mm-hmm. Just like they're a car. And I'm talking no helmets. They're just on their bikes and they're riding and they have kids. They can have two kids, one in the front, one in the back, and they just yep. go on the freeway. On their way. With the car. On their way. The oh, wow. I have a video I posted. It was just like they just intertwining, and they all and they all respect each other. It's, it's mm-hmm. truly amazing. It's, yeah. There's yeah. no problems. Well, you know what's interesting? You need the transportation. Yes. Well, what's interesting is you mentioned no helmets because mm-hmm. I just read a study where it said that actually helmets um, – the p- motor vehicleists, when they see somebody with a helmet, they they actually pass them closer than somebody yes. without a helmet. Exactly. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. and if it's a woman, they give you even more room. So all you guys need to get a ponytail and stick it on <laughs> the back of your head. Start wearing some pink shorts. Well, you know, <laughs> with our club, you will not ride in our club without, without a helmet. helmet. Okay. Not have will not happen. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. You will not roll with us. It's no. not allowed. Okay. That's well, that's dangerous. fine because I have a whole selection of helmets, all different colors to match Me my too. outfit. You got to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. You, you have, have to. Color shoes, yeah. too. Of course yeah. you do. Okay. What is this? Oh, what are we looking at? The pictures that are in down in Long Beach. Oh. For the, for oh, the beach cities. Super. Beach cities. Okay. Beach streets. Mm-hmm. We call it beach, beach streets. streets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what we call it. <laughs> Long Beach, where I'm at. <laughs> I am quite spoiled because we have great infrastructure in Long Beach, and it's building up quite a bit. We're going to, uh, what they're building now are two backbones, and one is to connect North Long Beach to downtown, mm-hmm. and the other is to connect East to West. And they are building those with traffic circles all the way around, all the way down, or roundabouts, I should, I should say. Yeah. And they're calling them bike boulevards. And these are backbones that other um, bike paths will c- actually cross. It is awesome. I love living in Long Beach. You have something to say, y- Kevin? Yes, oh I do. Oh, my God. Yes, oh my I God. do. Go ahead. In terms of Long Beach, you are absolutely right because you have these two river channels. You right. Know, the, Long, the Los Angeles and yes. the San, San Gabriel, Gabriel. That sandwiches Long Beach. And yeah. Great. Right. Great riding for Long Beach. Yes. Yeah. And mm-hmm. we have a lot of the um, 
they're replacing some of the traditional bike lanes with the protected bike lane. Exactly. So the, the, with that, the bike lane is actually, when you ride your bike, you're close to the curve, and then you have a barrier, and then the right. parked cars. Exactly. So we have a lot of those okay. now. A couple things on that, you know. Go ahead. Okay. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I lost my train of thought now. Oh, no. no. Nelson, do you have something to say? <laughs> no, I have something to say about that. Like, the barriers. That was the one thing that I enjoyed when we were when I was in China was the sea. I mean, they would have this little fence that were may- maybe like 12 inches tall, and that would separate them from the traffic. Okay. And that, that's their protective lanes, just having that little small fence okay. to separate everything. And it was it was interesting. Just, okay. okay, we don't do that over there, but we're good. I, I know what I was going to say. Um we got to look in terms of cycling in terms of, you know, what type of rider it is. If you have, like, a single person or two or three, the bike lanes that we have are fine. Mm-hmm. But groups like us where you got 30, 40, exactly. 50 people, a bike, line, a bike lane is actually kind of useless. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. That's why we take the road. Take the lane. And people mm-hmm. just don't like that at so, all. So, so do you ride on roads that don't have bike lanes specifically for that reason? Every every, every street. Yeah, every city doesn't have a bike lane. No, they okay. don't. You know? I know that. Mm-hmm. I know that. Yeah, yeah and uh, that does, but that's not going to stop us from riding. We right. just take the lane because and, oh, by oh, law, wait a minute, we can wait a minute. Lula, Lula is so full of terms. <laughs> Take, taking the lane? Where are taking you going to take lane. it? No, take what, it? taking the lane, it means, well, cyclists are legally allowed to be in the center of a lane okay in order to protect themselves against the cars that are going around by law you're supposed to give a cyclist three feet when you're going past them okay but if there's not enough space then they can legally take the entire lane for their safety mm-hmm. and that's what mean that's what take the lane means so it's basically math i like to explain it in terms of math so uh, most of the lanes that we have here in Los Angeles are about 10 feet wide. So the first thing is that you a car is about six feet wide. Exactly. And then that leaves you four feet. And guess what? You also need to be out the door zone. So exactly. you need to be at least four feet away exactly. from the door. Right. Because otherwise, if somebody opens their the door, door, they're going to take you out. Completely. And yeah. I just, in fact, I just taught a class last Sunday down in Wilmington and one of my students was in the bike lane and he called me to tell me I just got doored I just Mm -hmm. got doored I'm (laughs) on my way I'm on my way don't leave without me Mm -hmm. but he was in a bike lane but that particular bike lane was not wide enough Mm -hmm. for him to actually ride outside the doors exactly so if we add this up a lane that's 10 feet a car that's 6 feet plus you have to give 3 feet of room plus 4 feet with the with the uh, doors on, I mean, how does what does that add up to? I'm really bad at math, <laughs> but it doesn't add up to ten. Right. Okay, it yeah. adds up to a lot more than that. Well, mm-hmm. Another thing on, on on taking the lane, if you're going to take the lane, take the entire take lane. Lane exactly because you have, say, for instance, you have two lanes. Yes. Now you you got of traffic going in the same you're, direction. You're correct. correct. And, and the first lane is the, the lane that we're in. Right. Now, if you move toward that white line. Stay there. The minute you start moving away from the white line towards the right of it, that's going to give a car the opportunity to, to, pass, to, go, to squeeze past you. And, and they will buzz you. In ter- buzz you means in terms of going, going by you really close. Right. right. You don't want that. Right. That, that'll start you. You, 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 mm-hmm. you make you crash. With it. So stay on that white line. Let, yeah. let, let them blow their horns. Let them blow their horns. Let them blow their oh, horns. Oh, you know what? 
I think somebody honking at me and cursing at me is music to my ears. Because so you know they're there. You, you know they see you. They right. can see me. Exactly. They're not going to hit me if they can see me. Exactly. They don't want all that blood exactly. all over exactly. their car. Exactly. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Right. Right. You know, in terms of those green barriers that they're putting up on all the streets, right. we experienced the day of the uh, Pretty in Pink ride. Mm-hmm. And we went down that one street. I'm not. I forgot what it, what street it was. But they have those green barriers on there now. If you are not a good cyclist, yes, you can go over in that ditch because they do not have enough space space yeah. mm-hmm. for you. So was you this, have to where really was be this careful. In Long Beach? Was it Long? And we were in. It was coming Long, back from coming yeah, from Long, Beach. Long Beach. Yeah, and they that have the little green. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was on Studebaker. Yeah, so I think they really need to think. They about need to those, rethink those. You know, yeah, because They're that not, gutter no, that's, is that's a, a standard now. Yeah, a that's gutter a, ride is a dangerous ride. Yeah. Very much. When you're so. in the gutter, and you, can catch, and you can get flats yeah. and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, they do. Long Beach has purchased a sweet street sweeper that fits into those lanes and they're doing really? a really yes and they're actually doing a pretty good job of keeping them clean in fact one of the first one of these lanes that they did with a protected bike lane is on artesia west of atlantic and i actually saw public work people with brooms cleaning those lanes wow because uh, you get a lot of traffic on that with kids coming from the neighborhood um, that are going to the high school. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So they're actually going to the high school, and they take Artesia to do that. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of crap in those lanes. I know exactly what you're talking exactly. about. Some of those lanes I don't ride That, in, that no, would be can't. Long Beach, Jordan, right? Yeah, yeah Jordan. Jordan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my God, we're getting close to the end. We're oh, only no. supposed to do an hour. Oh, no. Oh, no. What are we going to do? You I know, guess we're going to have to have you again. Not you a know, problem. In terms of we have to do it again. Love, yeah. The black girls do bike. Uh-huh. I want to tell the ladies, they have the most beautiful jerseys that you ever oh, want to see. Oh, gosh, yeah. And I love them all. Okay? It's like a peacock. Beautiful. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Okay. I don't know who designed those. Why, thank those you. Shoes. So, oh. ladies, come on. Come on Just to for Black the jersey. Just, <laughs> Just for the jersey. The jersey. Okay. And you can get matching shoes, matching socks. We even have oh. one that's now similar to um, the ladies from Wakanda. Oh yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hey, oh. hey, Lula. Hmm. W- uh, for our listeners, you can help me out as well. Okay. Where you just talked about the jerseys and the nice selection. Um, mm. what's the best way that the listeners, the lady listeners, can figure out how to navigate to see a selection of jerseys in order? They just need to go to www.blackgirlsdobike.com and select shop, and all the jerseys will pop up. Do we have any okay. Black Friday now deals? I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's Black Friday today. We got any Black Friday? It's over. It's Cyber, Cyber, no. Cyber Monday. Cy- yeah. Cyber Monday. Welcome. We'll see. Huh? I have huh? to see. Huh? Monica's in charge of the. the oh sale well, let's call Friday. Monica. Okay. <laughs> yeah, let's call Merit Monica. See if we can get. Yeah. Thank you for mentioning it, Jackie. You're right. Those are some really. I don't. You know what? I just use regular street clothes because. I just ride around to everywhere. Oh, and on another note, as far as the jerseys, we do have one design for the guys. It's not all colorful. It's black. We, but it does have the black girls do bike. Um, on the shorts. The, the, time, the, time out, Lula. The initials. Black, I mean, the guys will wear colorful jerseys. 
They will. We oh, will wear. Yeah. 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 We will wear. Well, they can definitely. Well, yeah, some of wore the, the black guys. Okay. But we, but we yeah. did design ones just for the guys. Okay. You know, and it show and it says that they are supporting Black Girls Do Bike, and we appreciate the ones who have made the purchases. So. And I know you have a couple of those, right, Kevin? Correct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Nelson? Come, come you color, colorful ones, yeah. No, I'm just listening now. Oh, Nelson. Uh, like you, I, I have different color helmets and shoes and outfits, so I'm good. Nelson, Nelson, <laughs> why, Nelson, why don't you talk about what you're doing? You know, you oh. you have some good kits out there too that Ooh, are nice, beautiful oh. too. What is this? What is well, this? The the latest thing is the Black Sock Friday. <laughs> okay, wait a minute. Up. Wait a minute. Uh, Kevin, yes, you used a term. What's that? The kit. Oh, the kit. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> all, all it what is, is the kit, kit is, is, is about, a cy- cycling uniform that's basically made out of what you got. What people may call biker shorts or lycra uh, with the pads in the butt. <laughs> okay, and, <laughs> and what else? Color coordinating, they match. You know, and, and you have like if you have what is called a bib, it's like like suspenders. Let's just talk about a jersey, a top, and some shorts. Matching. Matching. Absolutely Mm -hmm. matching. We won't won't go into the bib right Right, now because we don't have enough time. (laughs) And then you can have other stuff like socks and a jacket. Let's go into the bib real quick. Bibs usually are typically for men because of the restroom issue. We need to to get the women involved because that's, that's a big issue for women. What? When they have to go to the restroom and they gotta, yes. you know, take all those clothes off just yes. to go to the bathroom. Right. I don't wear the bib. It, it's yeah. too much. You yeah. gotta undress. That's right. Yeah, you, you know. do have to undress. Yeah. Yeah. So when women out there, bibs. we got shorts for you. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, it reminds me of a time when my um, our oldest daughter was in preschool and she said she wanted to wear her bathing suit to school, mm-hmm. and I told her. Yes, honey, you can wear your bathing suit. You just have to put your regular clothes over it, and it was a one-piece bathing suit. The next day, she was like, I'm never wearing my bathing suit <laughs> ever again. <laughs> it was much better than saying, no, that's not going to work when you go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So we, Kevin, you interrupted. Nelson was going to share about what he has going on. Oh. <laughs> he still can. Well, well uh, for all my, this is a social media deal I'm just doing over the holidays because it was, it was uh, requested from a lot of my fans out there. I create a sock collection every year around September, and I only make a couple of hundred, 150, 170 socks, socks at a time colors. as a true limited edition. And I brought back the black argyle sock, mm. and it was only bought back because of popular demand. So there are only two dozen pairs left, I think. Uh, it's a sock I sell uh, online through Facebook. Um, to my friends only via private message. You can find them online. You can't buy them in the store. You only get it through my personal interaction with me. So they're black. Um, and, are they black and white? What What are the colors? Uh, it's a black argyle sock. It's uh-huh. on my Facebook page, posted under Nelson Vales on Facebook. And if you wouldn't send me a private message, uh, we'll communicate that way. And uh, I'm doing a two black sock Friday sale. Uh, we started that yesterday. Ooh, I <laughs> so love you have cycling one socks. And one, one is a gift. No, both are for me. Because <laughs> you know you're going to lose a sock. You know you're only going to have three yeah. socks after you wash them. They go with any pair of cycling shoe. Oh. And I just want to um, sh- make mention of w- in the Lamert area of Los Angeles, oh. we now have a black bicycle co-op. 
Oh, okay. Super. Yes. yes. And so they take care of everything you need. You can purchase your bikes there. Any accessories if you need. Oh, wait a minute. Home. Wait a minute, Kevin. You missed it. What's no, a co op? I, I didn't miss it. I didn't. I'm waiting on you to co op. What's a co op? <laughs> What's a co op? <laughs> Oh, Lula, Lula's had it with me. <laughs> Maybe, Kevin, you could take I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, Nelson, why don't you explain what a co-op is? Well, <laughs> oh, you got it. The co-op. Uh, the co-op. Don't have me go on my smartphone and start looking at Oh, everybody's doing that. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's a place where you can go. It could be a bike shop, but they also have technicians they can teach you how to work on your bike. Mm-hmm. So there's a co-op in Mar Vista near uh, Venice, and I took a little bike that I had bought online, and they taught me how to true the wheel, mm-hmm. and they had all the, the oh, true the wheel. Okay, the wheel wasn't perfectly symmetrical, and so you have to tighten and loosen the spokes so that it will roll perfectly. So that was truing the wheel, and they also taught me how to install the brakes, front brakes on it, because it only had a coaster brake on it. So I actually went to, what is it, Biker Wave in Mar Vista, mm-hmm. which is a bike kitchen or co-op. And they have people there that can help you work on your bike so you have no excuse, even when you have cute nails. Um, so the co-op in Lamert Park, they would do that, right? They actually teach you how to work on your bike. Oh, yeah. And then they also will do the repairs for exactly. you. Exactly. Okay. Oh, exactly. Okay, okay, Kelly. Yes? I got one for you. Okay. What is truing the wheel? I just I just said it. What? Oh, getting I mean, it. You know, yeah, you just tighten and loosen the spokes. Tighten yes. and loosen the spokes. To do what? To do what? So it will roll evenly. It's not warped. Okay, there we go. We there don't we want go. a warped wheel. There, there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was... That was really kind of cool. I like that. That was a very zen experience for me. And After. so when you think of a bike co-op, just think of you've come together collectively to learn how to maintain your bike, to right. take care of your bike, you know, to work together to get it done. Something you may not know how to do, they, you together, you guys do it and accomplish whatever the goal is that you've set. Which I did. Mm-hmm. And now I take my bikes to the mechanic. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're not by yourself. <laughs> so the right mechanic. Right, it's got to oh, be the right mechanic. The right I mechanic. got a good mechanic. I got a really good mechanic. Okay. The, me- the mechanic at the co-op is really good. He yeah, came from the far. UK. Okay, mine is in Long Beach. Okay, okay. but so, you live in Long Beach. Most I of us are in LA. Yeah, so. I won't hold that against you. <laughs> so I'm gonna put my plug in. I go to Evan at the bicycle stand on Broadway near Redondo. Oh, my God, what an awesome, awesome bike shop. They specialize in vintage bikes. So Mm -hmm. if you want a vintage bike, oh, my God, they're awesome. But I also bought my touring bike. I bought a Bianchi touring bike from them. So, okay, there's my commercial. I'm going to see if Evan will give me a discount on the next thing I buy there because I'm buying stuff all the time. And Dave, my husband, takes his bikes there, too. Okay, go ahead. The next time when we come, we'll talk about Patricia. She's oh, okay. a Black Girls Do Bike. She's uh-huh. part of Black Girls Do Bike. And she rode her bike from Panama City, Florida to California. Oh, yeah, I saw that on Facebook. I want to know more about that. Yes. Okay, look, we got to stop. We really do. We've gone over our hour. Oh, Kevin, you can hold on. Hold no, on. Hold not on. This is for you. This is okay, for you. This is for you. Earlier when we started, you had mentioned. 
that I know about this radio station. Right. What can we do? Because, like I said, I've been riding for over 30 years. I never heard of this, this bike talk. So okay. we, we need to get you out there. How, do, how can we do that? Oh, that's a great question. And what if you look at um, the invitation, mm-hmm. it will give you a web address on KPFK where you can see all the um, shows that we've recorded before. They are podcasts now. So we're going to edit this. We'll probably edit, edit <laughs> Kevin out maybe a little bit. <laughs> Not really. But um, so we edit them, um, and then we put them up there so you can also download them. Thank so. You. And you know what? It would be great. Thank you for that question to put the link for yes. where you can find more of these podcasts. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I love that because mm-hmm. we want to do this more. Right. Exactly. We definitely want to. And I, I'm having all you guys back. This was Anytime. too much fun. <laughs> we, we got a few that are not here that you definitely want to have. Oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. I yeah. don't know about that. Yeah. <laughs> Nelson, will you join us again? Yeah. Yes, I sure will, and I appreciate the invitation. You got it. Okay, so this is Kelly Morris at Bike Talk on KPFK. Thank you so much for joining us, and let's go out with the song. Happy birthday to ya. Happy birthday to ya. Happy birthday. Thanks for listening to this episode of Bike Talk. If you want to hear more, go to kpfk.org, navigate to programs, and choose Bike Talk. On the Bike Talk page, click on the archives link to play or download shows posted in the last four months. Go to biketalk.com and copy or click on the RSS link to subscribe. Our Twitter handle is BikeTalkPFK. On Facebook, we are Bike Talk. You can become friends and join our group. 